Liquid Courage, the podcast where I, Amanda Pereira, sit down with a fellow female artist that I admire and ask them the questions I've never had the guts to ask them before. Sounds scary? Well, it is. So I use a little liquid courage in the form of their favorite drink. We cheers, chat, and connect as I attempt to soak up all the wisdom these women have to offer. Today I sit down with Connie Manfredi and enjoy some bubbly grapefruit sparkling water. Connie is an actor, a comedian, and a woman I admire immensely. So, um, hi, Connie. Hi. That's so weird. I'm so excited for you to be here um, because I've been messaging you for months about this. And yes. then my computer decided it's been to a minute. hate everything. It has been. <laughs> I know. I went back to the original email to like reconnect with you. I was like, oh, months. I yeah. thought this was like, oh, a couple weeks. I'm like, no, this was like the end of the summer last say, year. Like, I feel like it's been like a while. Time. Like it was yeah. before Halloween, yes. um, which is a long time. Okay. So when I reached out and said, um, what do you feel like drinking? Or like, what's your favorite? You had mentioned Perrier or uh, Le Croix. Oh, La Croix. La Croix. Thank oh, you. La Croix. I'm all, yeah, I'm always like, I don't know La how to Cro- say this. No, it's, we're going to call it La Croix. La Croix. It's La Croix. La Croix. La Croix. Yeah. I was like, can we get so, a La Croix? Can we get and a La Croix? Yes. Of course. So I got us both. So what I was thinking we could do yes. is um, I have put both of them in front of us. I mean, I obviously know which is which. Yes. Yes. But I want to see if you know which is which. Oh, I won't for sure. I mean, I won't but I'm either. excited. I won't either. So they're both grapefruit. Okay, perfect. Yes. And so the two in front of you, one is Perrier and one is La Croix. Okay. And I have to guess which one. Yes. And I mean, there's no prize. And also, like, it's not like you said. Oh, there's you a prize. Would know. There's a, there's I mean, a there's like, pride. An internal. Yeah. Prize. And sort of like, oh my yeah. gosh. I mean, if you get it wrong, we might just feel so bad that we're just like, cut this. Exactly. This is done. Oh my gosh. It's okay, kind of so like the, the one Coke on Pepsi. the coaster. The is one, one on the coaster okay. is one, and the one off the coaster okay. is another. And we're doing this. Yeah. Okay. And I'm panicking that I will remember which oh is God. which, but okay. I will. I don't even know if I'll know. I'm going to sip them with you, but I'm not going to say anything. Yes. Okay. There's a. Bubbly familiarity to the first. Okay, the coaster one. Love it. Truly, they taste the same, but my <laughs> guess... No. Mm-mm. This, this is going to be two hours of this. <laughs> I think this is Perrier. That one is LaCroix. No! Yeah. LaCroix tastes more carbonated. I am a chump. You're a jump. Oh I'm like, my hey, God. taste these two waters and tell me which one is which. Like, come on. It's like so much harder that like essentially they are the same. I mean, Perrier and LaCroix is not going to sponsor this podcast now or LaCroix for sure. Thank you so much to our sponsors. Yeah. Um, LaCroix for. They're like, it's LaCroix and you guys are murdering it. Oh, my God. And Perrier is gone now. I can't believe it. Wow. Did you did you think you'd be able to tell the difference? I think because I drink more Perrier that I was uh, going to know like, oh, this is my go-to. Mm-hmm. Which one That's do you enjoy more? That's a shocker. Or should I take you out of the running to be like the sponsor for either one? I mean, <laughs> since our first correspondence about these yes. beverages, the bubbly <laughs> has mm-hmm. maybe surpassed both. I love the branding. I love the commercials. <laughs> yeah. I love Michael Bublé. I love him drinking bubbly. I It's oh. all. And now I've been watching... In season 12 of RuPaul, they're like showing all the new commercials for Bubbly and it's so, they're so great. Is it still Michael Buble? Well, I think he's still on a bunch of the commercials, but this one that plays for on RuPaul is like a bunch of different drag queens from um, previous seasons. I'm trying to think who's on it. 
and now I'm like drawing a complete blank but they're all like in each one like their outfit is inspired by the color of that flavor uh, oh yes. it is okay. just the best okay anyway so it's just even more maybe bubbly will be a sponsor yes thank you to bubbly thank you so much for, for being a sponsor providing us with our LaCroix and Verrier um okay to more interesting things yes than water yes okay so we met doing we didn't even meet doing a film because we had no scenes together yeah we met just like that day in Charles and Bobby's <gasps> for living like a room through thing <laughs> I was trying to think like what brought yes. us all together yeah. all I remember was none of us knew each other yes and we were all just like in his like kitchen yeah. area like sitting at the kitchen table reading this script this script um and bobby was there and bobby was there shout out to bobby yeah, homer yeah. bobby for profit bobby for profit. At bobby for profit check out his youtube um <laughs> everyone's getting plugs in this except me yeah. we're just plugging yeah, everybody honestly. else's stuff bobby's um, also a sponsor <laughs> everyone's sponsoring this podcast yes. um okay so years and years ago yeah that was a long time ago very long like did you did you still live in winnipeg at that time no i uh lived here i had moved well, I knew Charles and Bobby from Winnipeg. Mm -hmm. um, and then I moved here in like the winter of, I want to say like 2014 or something oh. like that, 13, 14. Um, and was just here for like a very brief time. Mm. Like basically that year into that summer when we shot mm -hmm. and then uh, went back to Winnipeg after. Okay. Cause I yeah. remember afterwards you not yes. being in Toronto Yes, and then coming. Okay. So yes. did you know quite a few people already in Toronto when you moved here? No, no. I didn't know anybody. Well, I, I knew like Charles and Bobby cause yep. they were already here. Um, and no, like I didn't. Wow. Yeah. Miguel and I just moved here. Um. So you guys moved here together? Okay, yes. so this is like... Yes. It's like a whole... A, oh. It's like such a whole story. <gasps> well, okay, here's... This is the wild thing is like... Yes. Okay, so I said a little bit before we started recording, like a lot of... I find in this community, especially, I walk around being like, oh, I love so many people, but I'm friends with nobody. And like... Or, oh, I'll say hi and I want to put myself out there. But for whatever reason, I find it very difficult to like be vulnerable mm. and act and make a like actual friends yes. with people in the community. Yes. Also, if I'm friends with you in the community, I'm, it's, I'm not saying that I'm not friends with you. Shout out I'm to now all saying, of, shout out to the people that I'm all of her with. friends. I don't. We're she not actually, actually friends. Is not friends with you. No, your I've connections been have been the whole time meaningless. It's a documentary. That it's I'm, all just been be for this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's all been behind the scenes for this podcast. Yeah, for years. we're really expecting it to oh. pop off. <laughs> I actually like. I had lunch with. I don't know if I've said this already. I had lunch with a mutual friend of ours. There was a moment where I like floated above my body and realized <laughs> that I had just asked her how do you make friends I don't know how to make a friend oh my god which is like so sad no but honestly it's not sad because it's it's hard especially when you're older and this like community and industry in general like you never really know what's completely genuine mm -hmm. and what's not and it's vulnerable to put yourself out there to hypothetically be talking to someone and go like wait are we like really friends or mm -hmm. are we just like I see you and we say hi mm -hmm. like that's a scary thing for sure yeah you, so, yeah and I, I feel and like I feel often that I when I meet people in the community I realize that sometimes even if I want 
to even if I'm like, oh, this person seems wonderful and I want to be their friend. Yeah. My brain is almost treating it like an audition. Like, well, oh what gosh. if they have a fun thing? I need to I need them to think I'm interesting and hopefully also talented enough to cast me in their thing that they're doing. Or just like include me in their life. Yeah. Which That's is a lot of pressure. A lot to of put pressure. on yourself. And a also like a little I don't know, a little delusional. Not a little, a lot. No. I think so. It's hard when everything, like nothing is as it seems. And so I feel like I'll look at people or I'll look at social media or whatever and I'm like, wow, everybody really seems to have it together. Yeah. And I don't. And then I'm like, Mm. oh, but maybe there's someone looking at me going, wow, she seems to really have it together and and I don't. Mm. And I just feel like it's all... It's all bullshit. Everyone's Ugh. just trying. And I feel like everyone's like trying to move towards something mm-hmm. and you'll never get there. Mm. And so I feel like it's a lot of pressure when we're constantly looking and seeing all these different people doing all these different things. And it's like everyone's everyone's just trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um and it's definitely not an easy, um, what's the word? Like it's not an easy thing to come to accept because mm. everybody just seems like they're hustling so hard and they're mm. doing so much and, oh, these people always work together and how do I get in at this place? And it's like, oh, everyone's having those thoughts? Mm-hmm. Cool. I can like take a bit of pressure It is a little comforting. Yeah. yeah. I think too, like when you were saying we all, we're all trying to like move towards the thing. I think what's hard is I think a lot of us are trying to move. The thing is another person. Yeah. Not even, not even on a personal level, but we're like, oh, they're doing, they're making short films. I should be making short films. And then while you're doing that, you're on Instagram and you see other people are writing a fringe show. You're like, oh, never mind. I should be doing this instead of I'm going to move towards the thing that I actually want. Yeah. That you We're all moving towards being doing the things that other people are doing because we think that's what we should be doing yeah it's so stressful yeah and it's like a constant thought like Mm -hmm. I think about stuff like that so many hours of the day and Mm -hmm. I'm like dang if I put all of the hours that that I spend (laughs) thinking about other people or other things or what is someone doing or what what aren't I doing and just was like okay I'll take those three hours and action something I would get so much done so much done but instead I'm just like oh it's 6 p.m that's a bummer yeah. I spent the day <laughs> doing nothing I spend the day figuring out what I should do with my day yeah which is like, just stupid cool. I'm like it's great over. sometimes now I'll put like okay by if, if I'm sitting it's three o'clock I'm like great by four o'clock you need to decide whether tonight you are just chilling or whether you're going to work tonight like you yeah. have to make the decision and yeah. you have an hour figure it out yes. kind of thing yes um yeah, so with you and Miguel. Oh, yeah. One okay. of the reasons, yeah, no, it's Here we just, are going back. it's so wild. Like, so I just found out <laughs> that she has been dating somebody who, like, I, I'm in a cast with every Sunday. Like, it's not even like I just randomly oh my see gosh, him. You're in narrative. I'm in narrative with him. I'm 
crying. Like That's I adore so him and <laughs> and have known him before then. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, you live with how long have you guys been dating? And she says seven years. <laughs> this is the epitome. And I was like, we have to record now. We need to stop talking because this is just like this is the thing. This is the crazy thing. Yeah. How you that you can like I'm quoting air quotes, you can like know people for so long, yes. but you don't actually know anything yeah. real about them. Well, we're also not really um we're not like uh, Harry and Meghan. Like, we're not very, like, a public, Like, I don't even know who like, Harry and Meghan are. No. Connie. Meghan Markle. Oh, Henry. Henry. Harry. Henry. Melissa and Henry. Don't you God, know? Don't you know? That really famous Robert couple. <laughs> Melissa and Henry. No. Um, what do you mean by that? That you're not famous yet? No, no. I just or mean, that you're like, not- we're not, like, uh very coupley when mm. we're out or we don't really have like a ton of photos of each other on mm-hmm. Instagram or social mm-hmm. media. He's like a pretty, I mean, to my chagrin, I would love to just be like holding hands and hugging and kissing 24 <laughs> seven, but that's just really not his uh, vibe. He's more private. Mm-hmm. So when we're out, we're just kind of like, have a good night. See ya. Yeah. And then we leave together. But, um, Lately, more people have been like, wait, are you guys dating? And I'm like, I feel like we need to make a post or something and be like, hello. (laughs) You need to make an announcement on like TMZ. Those of you who are like new to our channel, like we are dating and have been, we're like an old married couple. Seven years. My partner and I are similar that I would be like, hey, PDA me all day. Mm -hmm. Like maybe not like tongue, but like hold my hand, hug me, whatever. And he's a little bit more private, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. reserved in public. Yes. That's so it's finding that like, and, and, you know, and sometimes if we are out, I think that's why like, if we are out and he puts his arm around me, I'm like, oh my God. Like I, it means yes, more because yes. it's coming. It's like the love well, that'll be, thing. I think that's the reverse psychology that Miguel thinks he's putting on me. When oh. he'll be like, see, but isn't it nice? Like when I do like give you a hug in public, cause I never do. And I'm like, or you could just. Do it more. Give me a hug. <laughs> he's really nice. I know it's making it. No, he's seem the most. Like he's he is one of the most man. He's not. He's talented lovely. people. Yes, yeah, he's so so lovely. So you okay? So you two okay? So take me back to Winnipeg. My mind oh my is God. being blown. This Connie. is so funny. This, this is, is now so a seven hour funny. podcast okay. where I just follow through your seven. I years love of it. I love it. Okay, year one. Okay, year was one. Tough. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you okay? So you two met in Winnipeg. Yeah. So we um. Worked. We both worked at a, a dinner theater in Winnipeg, like out of high school. We didn't go to the same high school. So we mm. met working there when we were like 18, 19. Mm. And then um, I was in a relationship at the time when I was working there. So we were just friends for years and years and years. Um, and then that relationship ended and it was kind of like, oh, hello, person. Mm. I'm seeing you in a different way than I've seen you for the last you know, half of our friendship. Mm. Um, and then we started dating and it was kind of like a rushed move because I knew I wanted to move to Toronto mm. at that time. And he had finished school and was like, I don't really know what I'm going to do, but like, I've always like, he was really like about second city at that time. Mm. And he was like, I, uh, I've always wanted to go there. Like, is it r- crazy if we go together? And I was like, no, like, let's go. That'll be an adventure. Mm. So we, like, 
started seeing each other and then moved here within like six months and moved in together. Wow. So it was really like a – but it didn't feel very – it was rushed, but it didn't feel rushed because we knew each other for were so friends. long. Absolutely. But it was definitely like, oh, we're dating. Oh, and now we're leaving behind our friends and family and we're <gasps> going to – yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's more – comforting to move to a new city with someone you're like I trust you I yeah. care about you even if it was a new romantic relationship yes. not a new relationship yes. with him so and and did you always know like did you always want to move to Toronto no 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 I um I was really trying for like the better chunk of my 20s mm-hmm. to just be like a serious actor in mm-hmm. Winnipeg and I was like I want to be in plays and I want to do drama and then Winnipeg was like, um, oh, no. we don't want <laughs> you to do that here. Because <laughs> it was a lot of like, like I, I did some musicals. And I was like, that was a lot of what I yeah, did. Yeah, I but, watched um, some stuff. You're amazing. Oh, stop. Your oh, voice don't is Don't make incre- me sing. Don't make me sing. Oh, my God. She don't, breaks out. Oh, my God. What are these just, backup dancers doing oh, here? Oh, my gosh. This is so oh, embarrassing. She's guys, changing into a different guys, I didn't, costume. Guys, I didn't give you your cue. Oh, you're supposed to come. Uh, so if you can go back to the washroom. Oh, Thank you so much. God, get into so my So sorry. Job. That was God, embarrassing. That was um, no, you were incredible. Oh, my God. Your voice, which I so already, funny. I was already like, oh, you have a wonderful speaking voice. And then uh, I watched a clip of you in Ordinary Days. Oh, yes. Your voice. Stop. is incredible stop it no genuine and then I went down a rabbit hole of researching ordinary days I was oh. already in a rabbit hole of researching you but then okay also okay okay days. and she's Alice fun. Alice out of the hole she's I'm back. welcome back she's back welcome Alice back is back back Alice and Melissa and Henry we're all <laughs> the gang's all here the gang's all here <laughs> so did you was it just that they're like they were like you didn't feel like there was opportunities there or there, that there I mean there were very few opportunities for me like what Mm. I looking back now and seeing what I'm doing now I'm like oh I get why I wasn't in like Chekhov's Mm. play why at this theater because I think um Winnipeg is just a bit more at that time Mm -hmm. like things have really changed I haven't worked there in a really long time and I know that a lot of like newer things are happening there in terms of theater but at the time it was pretty strictly like traditional traditional days of casting of how people should look or you know representation on stage wasn't very diverse in any way and not Mm -hmm. that I'm a diverse performer really but I'm not going to be in like white Christmas mm. tap dancing around, white which Christmas. is fine. Also, because I can't tap dance. That's <laughs> a big reason why I wouldn't get in. But like Winnipeg audiences really like traditional mm. theater. They like seeing stories they've seen before. Again, at that time, mm-hmm. don't come for this me. This is your experience. Winnip- this is yes, valid. This is, this is my experience. Hey, yeah. You don't have to so, make people feel better that, it, that you know, this happened. No. So it was one of those things that I was like, oh, if I get cast in anything mm-hmm. here – it's going to be because the director is like patting themselves on the bat for mm. like taking a risk. Mm. Like, oh, wouldn't it be kooky if we had like <laughs> a scrappy young girl like play this blank or whatever. Mm. And so and the, and it was just like so much rejection and I would get so close Um and it was always just the email of like, thank you so much for your work. We went mm-hmm. a different direction. And I'm like, oh, I hate I the different know. direction. And then I'm like, you, what? 
So it was just like constantly that and constantly that. And I was just feeling really defeated. And um, I made a little like collective with some friends of mine where we would just put on our own stuff. Me selfishly just so I could have something to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we we like ended up doing really well and it was pretty successful but it's so exhausting to make your own things and to financially do it yourself like it just was a big ask and I was like I want to do stuff that other people pay for yeah (laughs) can I ask so people tell people say to me all the time like well create your own work which which I I totally agree with Mm -hmm. I'm feeling the Perrier more sorry I'm I'm interjecting because I'm seeing a sip what are you feeling more I mean if you it's like more carbonated here yeah which I like yeah but this like there's a smoothness here that I like so that's why I'm going sip for sip I I enjoy that I see yes that's why I was just gonna ask you yeah yeah totally I like the Le Crocs but Mm -hmm. also um it's making me worried that I'm gonna like burp interesting because it's so carbonated yes. I haven't yet but like you know when you're like oh my god you're gonna sneeze you're gonna sneeze and then it's like impending it's gonna happen so you're about you're about to be entering a new decade um John <laughs> John Mulaney yes. was doing an interview uh on one of the late night shows I'm not sure which one and he was talking about in his age range that he's in now he like <laughs> talks through burps or it's like when he was younger, he would just like be proud and own it. And now he like does this bit where he like tries to say a sentence and he's just like, <laughs> and he's like trying to talk through burps. And like, that's just what's going to happen to and you now. And that's just, it's like maybe, so I'm just entering, wow, yeah. like maybe I'm going to turn 30 during yeah. this podcast. And be like, oh, I'm, I'm talking like, through oh, my this carbonation. Is the new thing. Yes. Yeah. Like, oh, when you turn this age, this is what happens. Yeah. This is, I just talk through yeah. burps. So John Mulaney would tell you just talking through burps is a big part of adulthood, Ugh. but trying to make it seem like you're not burping. Like you're not burping. I am yeah. excited to give a shit a little bit less. I feel like yes. that's a little bit what John is saying. Yes. I'm so excited. A bunch of my friends are freaking out. I'm like, why? No. <gasps> oh my God. The backup dancers. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that, but um, I just aggressively got mail. That was mail? You know what? It's not always that aggressive. She's wonderful, the the male person that comes, but she can be aggressive, and that was an aggressive day. Oh, that, it, I was not prepared. It almost sounds like on TV when a shotgun is yes, like loaded, yes, like yes, yeah. I wonder yes. if the mics picked that up. We both. Oh, my hands got sweaty. Yeah, I'm still not used to it. I've lived here almost a year. Okay. And okay. um, it's not, you know what? Maybe I got chunky mail today. Maybe. Probably a big ass flyer, which I keep needing to put. No judgment. A little. Yeah. yeah but but I it's feel like, what are they rude doing? about it. Like, and then what the do mail they do? carrier's like, okay, I'll carry your no frills flyer. Yeah, I around. guess I'll carry this yes. Bible ni- novel size. Yes. Okay. Anyway, yes, I'm excited mm. to not give a shit as much. Yes. As then I just give so much of a shit when yes. my mail comes. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> terrifying. Okay, so yes, I did you feel like when you moved mm. to Toronto, mm. did it feel like there were that that climate changed for you a bit in that climate? Was it warmer yeah. and also I found it, it damper than yeah. I was expecting. <laughs> no, like the, the thing roles. is yeah. I came here and I had no expectations because I just mm. was like um in my head at that age, at that time, I was like, it's not going to be worse than being here in Winnipeg right now mm. and feeling like a failure. At least if I go out there, it's a more, I, in my head, I was like, it'll be a more active pursuit because mm. there's more opportunities, obviously more people, but I can 
feel like I have a little bit of control Mm -hmm. is what the story I was telling myself. Mm -hmm. But then like it was the worst and I had such a bad time and like mentally went down a really bad road and then was like, bye. And then just like left. It was terrible. Was that the year and the summer that we filmed? So was that that time? Um, Oh my gosh, this is actually wild that I just made this connection right now. So I, oh my God, this is awful. So when we were filming mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. I, um, I'm not proud of this and we've come out stronger. So I feel fine to talk <laughs> about it, but I was in such a bad headspace mentally. I was mm-hmm. feeling really like I didn't have any friends I didn't have a community I felt like all I did was like work at this restaurant and um my boyfriend was really thriving and he was like at in conservatory which at the time we were like that's the thing this was totally this was such this huge thing and we I mean still is I I did totally didn't mean to shit on conservatory conservatory is amazing but like at that point at that point that was the biggest we were blown away that he got into this thing and Mm. it was like really exciting times and I felt like I didn't have anything to really hang my hat on and so when we were filming um I was in like such a bad mental space that I had uh decided during that time I'm like I'm I'm doing this and going to Winnipeg and I'm and I'm not coming back um and it was really bad because at that time I wasn't great at um like saying how I felt Mm -hmm. about things because I was very much and still am to a degree but working on it like a bottler Mm. so it's like things that I'm feeling I can't talk about or fears I have I can't talk about I'll just swallow it and swallow and swallow it and then someone will be like Hey, I'm running 10 minutes late. And I'm like, I'm going to murder you. And then it's over. <laughs> yes. And it's like, where did that come from? Yeah. All I said was this one thing, but it, stuff builds. And I, at that time, was like really awful at communicating. So things I had been feeling and anxieties and <clears throat> just mentally not in a great place was bottling up, bottling up, bottling up that I was like plotting <laughs> during the time that we were filming that I'm like, I think I have to leave this city, leave my relationship, leave anything mm. and just go to my parents house mm-hmm. um and I didn't tell my boyfriend about any of this which is like my biggest regret of my whole life to this day Aww. um what I put him through was not nice um and because I, I just was feeling and nothing that he it had nothing to do with him at mm-hmm. all I just was like I've put myself in a corner that I can't get out of and I just didn't know what to do except go back to my parents house mm-hmm. um so we like finished filming and then like that weekend after we were done I left mm-hmm. um and then it was like two years two and a bit years that I was back home and didn't do anything like mm-hmm. didn't really do any theater didn't perform I just worked mm-hmm. and like saved my parents. Didn't really talk to anybody here because I didn't really have mm-hmm. any relationships. And it was a very like tough time. But I, wow, that tea was real. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're going to have to. Sorry to anyone that'll be listening in headphones. <laughs> Don't worry, we edit. Okay, great. Don't worry. They're okay. going to be like, what are you talking about? Oh, that tea sounded I'll so I'll leave one smooth. of them in so Please. we can like compare the Please. two. Be like, compare the yes. two. No, yes. I'll take that out too. That was awful. <laughs> that spiked for sure. <laughs> Um, can I, can I say too, though, that I think, um, being an artist in any capacity can be a huge mind fuck and it, and Mm -hmm. the industry makes it very difficult 
to prioritize your mental and emotional and physical health and take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. There are sometimes where I really struggle in like this career is making me feel like it is legitimately driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. And in those moments, it's very difficult to try and figure out how can I appropriately take care of myself and also care for the people around me and care for this person who I love and take care of them when I have like nothing left because I'm not, I don't, mm-hmm. th- my my circumstances are not taking care of myself. Now I feel like I'm sounding preachy, but no, I just, God. when I saw you, t- you know, speaking about it, it's like, I can so understand that feeling. I can understand feeling like run down or, or, and not to put these words in your mouth, but feel run down or like drained or all those things. Yeah. And, and feeling unsure what you need. Yeah. So to also try and factor in what does this other person need from me? Sometimes you just, I'm like, honestly, the best thing for you is for me to go take, like, I don't have anything to yeah. give. Yeah. You know? And that was like what, like looking back mm-hmm. on that time, I wouldn't change what happened. Mm-hmm. I would change how it happened. Mm-hmm. I think the how was what was really shitty. Mm-hmm. Like I wish that at that time I had the confidence or the courage or something to just actually admit like I'm drowning mm-hmm. and why, I'm yeah, not. Yeah, why do you like, think? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think like – the relationship that I was in before I was with Miguel mm-hmm. was so draining mm-hmm. and it, it really, it, it was my first like really serious relationship and it was four years that just really did a number on me. Mm. And I think that I was like, I don't want that to happen again. So I'll mm-hmm. kind of go the, like in another extreme. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, but that's not great either because the result was still the same. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, the common problem here is me. Like, oh, I need to figure out how to ask for what I need, Mm. but not even of anyone else, just like of myself. Like, okay, Mm. what do I need? It's okay to put some effort into myself and figure out what is going to make me happier. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to – and, like, it was getting to a point where I was like, I don't want to burn any bridges here. If I ever do come back, I don't want to have a a reputation or, Mm -hmm. like, a vibe that isn't the person that I think I can be. Mm. But, like, again, I I had never done any improv at that time. Like, I didn't do any comedy at all. Mm -hmm. I was just, like, taking acting classes and working at a restaurant and – it just was a really sad time, uh-huh. even though on the on the outside, kind of going back to what we were talking about before, like mm-hmm. everything looked great, especially back home. People were like, wow, you know, they re- they're really doing it. They went to Toronto and mm-hmm. like Miguel's at Second City and Connie's there and mm-hmm. like, you know, so it all looked really good, but mm-hmm. it, it really wasn't. And that was like a really hard time. But then uh, after a few years of being back in Winnipeg and really just focusing on my own like mental health and feeling better and happier I was like okay I think I can I think I want to go try again Mm -hmm. but this time have like even less expectations Mm -hmm. of any kind of like career success or anything like just go um and this time around it's been really Mm. different yeah Mm. and that was like the end of 2017 
when you move back yeah after yeah so many times I think like people say like don't have expectations and yeah that sometimes that actually contributes to you being happier and more successful you know and I battle sometimes with the balance of like yeah but everyone's telling me shoot for the shoot for the stars then also have no expectations how am I supposed to balance like dream big but also don't have a dream yeah like what am I what am I supposed to do here because also yeah. part of it like so I remember being a kid this do you oh no I'm God. just kidding hot <laughs> hot takes here whoa, people whoa, okay my, yeah I was like am Sorry, I gonna start we, my sentence can we way? even go there okay <laughs> I, I don't remember, know if I'm ready I remember I being a kid and that's the end of the and sentence. that's the end of it um and I really wanted it took me a long time to actually say I wanted to be an actor mm-hmm. I think I talked about this with someone else but like essentially when I was growing up I feel like we're very similar in age so when mm-hmm. we were growing up like yeah. I, I just all the stuff that I was watching everybody was pretty like yeah. everyone was gorgeous even and even like the quote-unquote like funny quirky girl was like yeah. gorgeous yeah I'm not saying that's not still around now but there is a bit more of a range of what is acceptable on mm-hmm, screen. Mm-hmm. And so I thought growing up, if I told people I wanted to be an actor, they would think that I was super conceited because they thought I was saying, I'm oh, skinny so and pretty. so you think you're really pretty. Yeah. Oh, you think you're gorgeous Regina and really thin? George. Exactly. Like, oh, you think that you're yes. Rachel McAdams? Yes. So yes. I never said it because I didn't, I never wanted people thinking I was full of myself or conceited. Right, right. And so it took me a really long time to say it. And I remember like watching the Oscars or watching Mm. SNL or whatever, Mm. just watching Mm. things uh, on TV. And when I became like a teenager thinking, which is still a kid, but thinking, oh, I will never be an impressive child actor. Like I have to let that dream die. Mostly because I'm 16 at this (laughs) point. Exactly. Like by age, like, well, it hasn't happened yet. And then I turned 20 and I was like, I will never be an impressive teenage star. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And and totally. and now I'm sort of like okay, just letting those dreams die. Yes, I always looked at it like that. Like oh, I guess I have to. Now, if I get a role on something and people are like, oh, she's good, it won't be whoa. She, it won't be impressive. It'll just be expected. Like yeah, she's good. She got hired. It won't be like yes. wow, she's so young and she's so good, you know. And so letting yeah. those things die. But I actually think part of it is like just. Free yourself from these like expectations that you're, I don't know why I need to be impressive to people. Yeah. Memorable, needed, like all these things. It's like, but I think everybody wants, you know, I don't think yeah. like hearing you say that, I'm not like, what? <laughs> right. That's crazy talk. I've never like, no. thought, yeah. I think that that's just what all people want, especially mm-hmm. in this kind of like creative field. Everybody wants those. And whether it goes back to like, you didn't get it in some respects mm-hmm. or, you got too much of it and that was the precedent or whatever the reason is. I think it's definitely interesting hearing you say like, I had to let those dreams die, but then it like reveals this other thing Mm. that's like, okay, yeah, you weren't Annie, but you were these other things that I feel like is a perspective. I sound 70, but like that only comes as you get older. Mm. Cause it's like when you're in it, you're like, really that I could do what they're doing Mm. and we're both 12. Yeah. Like I could be the kid on that. Why? Yeah. But it's like, that should be enough. Shouldn't it? Knowing that you could do that. Like me seeing Matilda and being like, I could do that. Why isn't that enough? 
if I sat in front of the TV being like, I could totally do that. I could run my finger down the telephone book and like finds or make pancakes yeah, or yeah. whatever. Oh my gosh. Why isn't okay, that this enough? Matilda thing is really... I, I used to, my mom and I still joke and run finger down. Also, I need to just like That's fully acknowledge sweet. that I am never this good with references. Really? Never. Okay. The fact that I thought Mara Wilson, like maybe, like I don't know what's happening. Maybe I had exact, maybe I should drink Perrier and LaCroix more often. Thank you to our sponsors. No, we're Perrier and sponsors. Oh, hi. Um, um, anyway, I just wonder yeah. why that's not enough sometimes. I think that yeah. feeling will never go away yeah. for anybody. Because I think, I think there's a small very small percentage of it that maybe healthy is not the word, but that idea of like, I can always be better or like, there's always Mm -hmm. something I can work on. There's always something I can strive for, Mm -hmm. but it's also like my girlfriend has this saying like great for her, honey, but not for me. Mm. And that's something that you can apply to Mara Wilson or you can apply to anybody. It's like, it's so great that Mm -hmm. that person did that or achieved that or is that. And it's going to be great when the thing that I do happens and Mm -hmm. even if the thing I do is completely different than what I was hoping it's like still fine Mm -hmm. it's all good yeah but again it's also easier to say that um like on the outside of someone's life right right it's like I look at you and I'm like oh my god she's such a hustler she does so many things she's a producer she's a creator she writes she like runs these rooms I'm like I see you and I'm like oh she's killing it but it's easy just I do the same from thing the outside, you. right? Yeah, totally. So it's like, but no one actually knows what each person is feeling in mm-hmm. their, in their well, world. Well, bringing back to producing and creating, mm. when you were saying that you and uh, a collective, like a group of friends formed a collective mm-hmm. in Winnipeg, mm-hmm. I'm curious, like, okay, so it sounds like it was born out of necessity because you were saying it was sort of exhausting, like to, like to create yeah, things. Yeah, you yeah, did yeah. Because you wanted to give yourself um, yeah, it was totally selfish. It was not for any other reason other than but like, I want to be in a play. But Let, isn't that put like, on a play? <laughs> but people should, like, I guess, I don't know. I'm like, I, that's what everyone yeah. tells you to do anyway. When you were creating those things in the collective, did having those other roles, it provided you with an opportunity to act. Did it ever take away from the experience of acting because you had to do the other thing? I mean... Yeah, it was tough. And I look back and I'm like, oh, I would not do that now. Mm. I think like, um, and again, not even that I'm old, but like the looking back at that time, I'm like, we were young and hungry. Yeah. And we were just like, you know, we just finished university and let's make shit happen. And mm-hmm. so, and the thing is, I wasn't alone. If I was alone, I think it would have been really stressful. Mm-hmm. And there were <laughs> there were a lot of shows where I remember and okay, here's the thing. We hired our friends mm-hmm. who didn't expect to be paid. So when we did pay them a very small amount, they were like, Great. Three hundred dollars to a twenty year old yeah. at that time amazing. Was, was like, Holy shit, we are we Making are doing it. it. Um and then my partner, Ryan, um grew up loving theater doing theater and also has the like producerial mind of a genius like he's Mm. so amazing at producing and he's been doing it like he was a wonder kid like he was doing it when he was a teenager wow so he really like without him there's no way I would have done anything Mm. and so him and I we like put together a group that kind of fluctuated with people coming in and out, but we were kind of the constants and we, um, yeah, it was a tough balance. But the thing is, um, 
I would do a fair bit of the directing, but then when it was stuff that I had to do because Ryan's also really creative mm. and smart, he would kind of take over when I had to, mm. you know, step back and we were able to find a really good balance. We also like brought in directors if it was something that maybe the subject matter was like a bit heavier and it wasn't as simple to split my focus Mm -hmm. um we would just bring in people Mm -hmm. to help but um yeah it definitely was a whole team effort including all of our friends that we work with that put in so like oh my god the amount of hours and hours we spent Mm. rehearsing it was like that you know that thing in high school when it's like we rehearsed the whole year for two shows (laughs) but we're after school every day like it was definitely those vibes and like everyone like they're you know, bring your own costumes. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, we, we did this production of Into the Woods. Um, well, that's like for a festival. Yeah, that's like an ambitious production yeah, to take on. It was really ambitious. Yeah. And um, I have this joke with um, our friend Laura, who played the witch, <laughs> that we were like, okay, uh, we're doing Into the Woods. It is. Like, you know, BYOB, like, bring your own yeah. beer. What we just changed it to everything in the show. We're like, okay, BYOC, like, bring your own costume. <laughs> BYOM, like, bring your own or mask, make- oh, like, mask. makeup. Because yeah, she makeup. was the witch. We're like, yeah. bring your own, like, cape. Like, so it was basically, yeah. like, take out a these, line of credit to honestly, be in this show. Honestly, yeah, yeah. but everyone just did it because <laughs> there was a need at that time, mm-hmm. I think, for, like, young people, like, recent grads mm-hmm. in our kind of range Mm -hmm. that we're like no one's hiring us so let's just lug all our shit to the basement of the university but it was just like so funny seeing these like 23 year olds with huge bags of just like props (laughs) and like like we did a production of avenue q and it was like all these bags of like cardboard cutouts and puppets and we're like we're we're making art and it's like but i'm tired thinking about how much we did but at the time you're just so motivated totally oh yeah but now i'm like dang and there are people that I admire so much here and mm-hmm. in Winnipeg and everywhere across the country that I'm like, oh, but they're still like hustling and still doing their own yeah. stuff. Like I, th- I just think like being an actor or a theater person or any kind of creative person, like it's always going to be like, as my friend Ryan calls it, like it's a schlep. Like, mm. and you just, it, it will never not, be because mm-hmm. even the most successful people are still like having to carry their own you know piano mm-hmm. up four flights of stairs <laughs> and you're like dang yeah you know it's just I think when people say like it's a labor of love it's like yeah it has like, to don't be don't forget the labor part. because yeah like legit yeah. yeah like we used to run this like musical theater like open mic in Winnipeg and that day, the day of that show would always be like, okay, Ryan, I'm going to get my mom's car. I'll pick you up at two. <laughs> yes, we'll go totally. to Long and the Quaid. We'll get the keyboard. We'll go to the cafe. We'll set it up. We'll print all the things. Like it was so much work yeah. for a one hour thing, but it was so fun. Mm-hmm. People loved it that you're happy to do it, to do but it, yeah. you also want to die when you're in rush hour at 3 30 getting a piano Mm -hmm. and you're like why are we doing this yeah like we're so tired but then it's like for that one hour that the show's happening you're like we're amazing this is the most brilliant thing (laughs) and you're like oh yeah that's why yeah even being in the car in rush hour I found like when 
yeah like borrowing my mom's SUV yes. so and going and picking up props and whatever yes. and it's like even when I'm and I didn't live in Toronto at the time when we were making this so I was right. like coming up and down or crashing on people's couches yes. or whatever and I just found like yeah but I'm 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 making something happen for myself even on yes. a tiny even you know mine was like on a small scale it's like okay well you're not going to hire me, then screw it. I'm going to hire myself yes. for zero dollars. Yes, yes. Why will no one hire me, me for dollars. zero dollars? Yeah. It's going to cost it's, me I'm dollars. I'm going to go in debt. Yeah. Yes. But it's like, even in that car, I think there's like a part of you that's like patting yourself on the back being like, no, but you're doing it. So just keep going. Yes, exactly. You know, there is something. I mean, and of course there has to be the balance of like not, I think a lot of people like glamorize hustling as well and they're like yeah. oh my god she's hustling so hard and I'm like no I'm actually exhausted and falling apart so well, this isn't been a good so many thing articles that have come out lately about like our generation and you know subsequent generations just being like that idea of mm-hmm. I don't know if it's you know technically called like hustle culture or the mm-hmm. idea that it's like the way things were before aren't how they are now and mm-hmm. so our generation is kind of being forced or fed this idea that like if you are not constantly mm-hmm. grinding to make stuff happen for yourself like you will not survive yeah and it's like such a mind fuck it is I am drinking that like, Kool-Aid so hard you know yeah because yes it's one thing to be like motivated and working hard and con- but it's also like to the possible detriment of our mental health physical health self-worth but it's just kind of like you know everyone around you is running and you're like okay I guess I have to run I guess I should be running but when do we get to stop oh we just don't stop okay and then you die (laughs) that was the best quote I've ever heard that's so true like I even have it sometimes where if a friend asks to hang out yeah I think okay but like how is this helping my career because if I'm if I'm not doing like I'm always thinking if I, if in however many years, if in 20 years I look back and I don't have the career that I want or I'm not happy, yeah, it doesn't even have to be career, but just in general, if I'm not happy, it's because I didn't do the thing today that I should have done to make myself happy in the future. Yeah. And it's a ton of pressure. It makes it so I don't, I don't, re- it's very hard for me to just relax. Like even things I want to do, like yeah. hanging out with a friend or hanging out with my partner. Sometimes I will find myself being like, okay, good. You put in time with your partner. Check. Like you're, you're a good girlfriend. Check. Got it. How do you know for yourself when you've taken on too much or things are overwhelmed, like how overwhelming for you? How do you know when you're approaching that or how to like avoid that? I mean, my body will tell me Mm. like I, I mean, and this is something that as I've gotten older, like I, I actually really have not, it feels like this is the busiest I've been, mm-hmm. but this is the most in control I've felt of it um, because I just think I have better ways of coping mm-hmm. now. Like I'll call like, I'll, what I'll call like pre-breakdown and post-breakdown. Mm-hmm. So in the post- I feel a lot different about it, but my body will tell me like, <clears throat> I'll lose my voice. Mm. Um, I'll break out. Hot take. She'll get a pimple. <laughs> um, and I just, I won't be excited for 
the day. Mm. And not that I'm a person that wakes up and I'm like, I am ready to take this on. But like I've I've been in a really good headspace lately for the last like, you know, two-ish years. I've been feeling really good. And so I wake up and I'm like, okay, I'm like excited for this day. Mm. But once I start to feel like, oh, I don't, I don't, um, I don't kind of want to deal with this day mm. today. That's why I'm just like, oh, okay, why? Oh, because, okay, look at where this fits in. And mm. I've had to like remove myself from situations or from um, things that I've committed to because I'm just like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not happy to be doing this. Mm. So even though it's a thing that I'm doing that, hypothetically looks good or is as you were mentioning like oh will this help my career or whatever like maybe yes but like if but I'm not doing it because it makes me happy to do it I'm doing Mm. it for one of those reasons Mm -hmm. that I'm just like that has to go Mm. like I just don't want to do things that don't make me happy and that don't like make me wake up in the morning go like fuck yeah I'm so excited to do that thing Mm. but this took and a lifetime mm. to figure out. This isn't something that I was like, I'm going to decide that today's the day that I'm happy. It's like, mm-hmm. no, this has like been like 20 years in the making of trying to be like, you know, as cheesy as it says, like we are only here one time. So I, and I've seen people have really short amount of time. Mm. And I'm like, I don't want to spend whatever time I've got doing anything that doesn't make me happy Mm -hmm. and sometimes feeling really busy and really feeling jam-packed with stuff is what makes me happy but sometimes I'm just like "Mm, you know what I'm feeling overwhelmed I'm feeling not inspired I'm feeling like this isn't gonna do like me actual good I have to step away Mm. and I and it used to be really hard but now it's less hard to say no Mm mm-hmm Because I used to feel more like I had to be like, oh my gosh, you know, thank you so much. I'm so sorry. I actually um, am not free that day. Mm -hmm. But if if, if there's ever another opportunity, thank you so much for thinking. Like I used to really be that person. You just transcribed my reply to everything. Yeah, yeah. And now (laughs) I'm just kind of like, hey, thanks so much for thinking of me. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not available. Have a good day. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's not easy. No. And it's also, I know that I'm in like a privileged position and I feel very lucky that um, it's easy to say no to things when you have shit going on. And that's just like the name of the game. And I know that I'm in a really privileged position to be able to feel like I don't, I'm not in a place right now where I need. Mm -hmm. And I know that that's not the case for a lot of performers right now Mm -hmm. so I I like have like I feel for that because it's like okay I'm I'm gonna go do this thing even though I really don't want to it really Mm -hmm. doesn't make me happy but I don't have anything else going on right now so I'm gonna go I'm gonna pile a bunch of shit on my plate because Mm -hmm. my plate is empty Mm -hmm. so like I totally get that and have been there and so I understand that it's like easy on the outside just be like say no Mm -hmm. if it doesn't make you happy say no or like you know, invest in yourself and take that time to make yourself happy. 
so easy to say when it's like, okay, bitch, but you're busy. <laughs> right. So it's easy for you to say. So I totally get mm-hmm. how it sounds. Um, but sometimes it's yeah. like, even if you're feeling like you're in a place where you feel like you have nothing going on, or even if just objectively, you don't have anything creative yeah. going on, that's time I could spend yeah. meditating. Yeah. like Or just doing things that are better for you as a person because you're going to be more prepared for when those opportunities come or you're just going to have more time to do your own shit. But like, I'm, I'm for sure a person who I used to just say yes to everything yeah. coming from a place of like, who am I in my career right yeah, now to say no? Totally. There's the worry that like, no one's going to ask you to do yeah. things again, yeah. that you're going to, people are going to forget about you, that you're going to be invisible. You're going to feel even more isolated than you already feel. But, um, then you can just ask them again. Like you can just reach out and say, hey, can I be on your show? Yeah. Can I do your, you can always ask. People are always looking. So I guess, yeah, what's the criteria that you choose to do a project? I mean, and again, like, I know I, I, I kind of made it seem like she's booked and busy. Like I'm not, I truly, I'm like leaning into the microphone. Like, going on. like I do have a yeah. lot of really great things going on and I feel very, very lucky, but I also like, don't want to make it seem like I'm just like, let me take off my sunglasses <laughs> and look at you in the eye. Like, I mean, I think like I right now, like this last year I had set a lot of goals for myself mm-hmm. And I wrote them down and I'm like, I want these things to happen. Mm -hmm. And it was fucking crazy because all of them happened. (gasps) And I was like, that's wild. Mm. Okay. All the things I wanted to have happen, happened. It was like a little bit of career, a little bit of home, but it was really like positive reinforcement in myself. Like, okay, I, I set out things that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I like wrote them down to hold myself accountable and then they happened. So now what do I, how do I keep that going? Mm -hmm. Cause that was really easy. And like, I'm not a journaler and I'm not a like, uh, like a gratitude pages. Mm -hmm. Like that's not my vibe, but I am a just like, just write this down to hold myself accountable to what I want to do. Um, but the criteria now is just kind of like, if it's, uh, if it's a career thing, mm-hmm. it's a like, if I think I'm going to grow, mm. um, because like at this point I'm confident enough in myself to know what I do well, mm-hmm. but I'm even more confident in knowing what I don't do well. Mm. So it's like, mm, okay, I know that I'm not great at that. So I want to put myself in a position to get better. Mm. So is this going to teach me something? Like, am I going to grow in any way, whether it's as a person or as a creator, is it with cool people? Um, is it with people that I know? And if it's not, is it people that I want to know? Mm-hmm. Um, does it pay me money? Cause yeah. that would be great. I love your um, face before that. <laughs> it's, it's so tricky. To, it's like, it's, it's so tricky. I know, Cause I never so want to be like, I need to get paid. But like, I, I do really like money. Yeah. You deserve money. You know? So if it, if there's money involved, that's great. No, getting paid money yeah. is, I don't think it should be a bonus. <laughs> like, yeah. I just have in my brain, like, still mm-hmm. that I'm like, oh, like, it'd be cool if we got money. Mm-hmm. That'd be sweet. I mean, how long do people, how long is it appropriate for somebody to be asked to do an unpaid internship at a job? 
it's not weird to say yeah I want to be paid for the work that I'm doing this is again why it is such a mind fuck because you're told that you're so replaceable you're told that like well someone else will do it for cheaper or someone Mm. else will do it for free or don't you just do this for the love and the passion of it and it's like yeah I do but I'm not gonna have any space to love and feel passionate about it if I'm also working four jobs on the side to pay to be a you know so yeah it's a weird cycle yeah okay so you were like one of the first people I reached out to you're so sweet no because I just Mm. I well first of all I adore you but I also want to say that I adore you saying that like I adore what I know of you and I also acknowledge that I don't know you that well really I feel like we're like good friends who are new friends even though we've known each other over like a long span of time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like a cousin that you don't know that well. Yeah, but it's like you're still cousins. Like that's how I feel. When I knew that you had moved to Toronto. Yes. I realized I just saw you as a friend, but like didn't reach out to you to be like, let's hang out. I just thought like, oh my God, and she's fun. Like, okay, I want, I don't want to crowd her. Oh my God, which you're is crazy the though. Funniest because when you person. really, so it was just all oh my happening gosh, in my you're head. So funny. Um, and Anyway, so I also came here and didn't know any like, you know, like I would say like you and the girls that we filmed that thing mm-hmm. with were like, other than the people that I worked with at the restaurant. Yeah. I was like, those were the only people that I really knew. That's wild. So it also was like, I came back and was like, I, I guess I'll take an improv for actors class. And like, that's how I made a friend. <laughs> yeah, like it, I it's had such a good way to make, you know, well, and I, so wanting to be really vulnerable and honest here. Yes. I'm nervous to say it. So when I found out you got She the People, I realized how much I was like, oh my God, I want to be operating how she's operating and I don't know how to do it. Like, oh like gosh, to the point of so cute. like, I'm like, oh my God, she came here and she, and again, this is like a hundred percent me judging from the outside. Like I'm prefacing because like, it's not like I asked you these things, but I was like, oh my God, she is like has true genuine like friendships and relationships with so many people in the community she's been so like accepted and like rightfully so you should you deserve (laughs) all of these things but like oh like on a personal level she seems to just have like these real deep friendships with people she's performing a bunch um she the people was something it felt like a job that I was like chasing a bit like I I Mm. saw it in Chicago and was just like in awe and and texted Carly being like oh my god this is amazing so when I found out it was coming to to Toronto I was like oh my god how do I just like sit backstage and absorb everything so then that and then we were in Bad Dog and you and Sam Ralston mentioned an audition a TV audition for what we do in the shadows oh yes 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 and that was the moment it hit me that night when I was like Oh my God, I'm so jealous of Connie. Oh, and I'm like, no. I just have to say this, <laughs> like, because there's always shame with jealousy, oh or maybe it was envy. Like, I, I don't know the difference you. between the two of them. I've been trying to do what she just did for so many years in Toronto, and she just came and she just fucking nailed all of them. Damn it, how is she doing that? And not, I mean, of course, you had like the experience level is not what I'm saying because you had years, yeah. not like when you move here. That's when it starts, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. But just seeing like. I've been trying to do these exact things on stage, on a personal level and on camera, but she, man, she's killing it. And I just was like, fuck, I need to just acknowledge I'm super jealous of Connie and fully thinking you deserve all of those things. But I was like, I just have to say this out loud. And I was also though, so thrilled 
to hear you got she the people she the people <laughs> is just everyone who's yeah. been in that show is just like oh, yes every time I hear somebody got nuts. hired so okay yeah. so from my own like in interest yes um what was the audition process like or what was the process like of getting okay. she the people um this is my own like behind the scenes oh my gosh behind the candelabra yes um <laughs> Is that Michael Douglas? Yeah. <gasps> my reference, Connie, I think you make me better. Honestly. Or is it the Perrier But you Lecro? didn't know Megan and Harry. So no, I didn't know Megan and Harry. Bringing you back down. 100%. Yeah. For, yeah. Humbling But then me. I called him Henry. So like. Whatever. I mean, you knew. Say? Yeah, you knew. Um, oh my gosh. That was a lovely little. But again, like I have to say, like, it's all about perception. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, I'm happy for your own sake that you were able to like say out loud what you're feeling because I feel like jealousy I'm jealous of everybody all the time like mm-hmm. I feel like that that like you're right that's not something that people talk about because it's not a cute look yeah but it's true so like I'm happy that you could like say it out loud it makes me laugh personally because I'm like I know myself like there is not like do not well everyone's be. doing that where they're like you don't know what I mean? be but do not be but um that's very sweet that you said that. Um, okay, so the She the People thing was, okay, so I had uh, finished conservatory in 2018, mm-hmm. like around Halloween. And um, I got an email from one of the producers at Second City on like holiday break uh, asking if I would make an audition tape because they were looking for some more understudies for the second go around. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit, that's so exciting. I didn't even know this was a thing. And and I was in Winnipeg for Christmas. So I made a tape in my friend's basement. Um, and what kind of, t- like an improv tape? So it was, they sent us, um, do you remember in the first one, it was the commercials that were like, hi, mm-hmm. I'm a woman in a blah. Yeah. Uh, so we just had to do all of those. Gotcha. Or, like I, a self-tape. Yes, of, a self-tape. Yeah. But I knew, uh, I know there were in-person auditions, but I don't know what any, I wasn't there, so I don't know what they had to do, but that's what I had mm-hmm. to do, is I just had to tape that and sing a little bit of a song and that's mm-hmm. it which song did you say like a, a song from the show no just any oh, song just you any. wanted oh, and right. I sang um I sang um from something from days no, <laughs> just like a big broad no I sang something from uh Jesus Christ Superstar oh uh, like a Mary Magdalene song um some bible verses I thought would have been appropriate I was I like I sang a hymn Anna. I sang uh Yahweh no (laughs) so and then uh they're like great thanks so much we will hopefully figure out by this date Mm -hmm. didn't hear anything that date came and went and I was like yeah how did it feel dang yeah didn't didn't uh I guess this isn't for me so I just sent an email and was like thank you so much like I know the date has come and gone I'm sure this is all settled but even just being a name tossed around as someone you wanted to see. I'm like, this like was already such a win. So like, thank you. Um, and then they got back to me and they're like, that's really interesting that you reached out. We've been trying to figure out like some scheduling, the person that we want to offer the role to, um, is going to be away for the first month. So if you're interested, you could cover for the first month and then that person will take over. And I was like, yes, (laughs) Yes. I'll cover for the first hour. Do yeah. we need it for the first hour? Like, I'll, I'll just even bring yeah. water. Can like, I bring a lunch and just hang out? You know? Yeah. Um, and w- like, yeah, I would have thought in that moment, like, yeah, see, 
if you if you wouldn't have sent like some things are just yeah. so kismet like if you wouldn't you know? have sent that email like maybe they wouldn't have known that you would be interested you, you know? know like who knows yeah but just for some reason wow. I was like I'm just gonna email them yeah. and say thanks and and then it all just kind of snowballed and then I ended up covering for a few roles and then ended up getting to understudy permanently and then they did the second version of the show and then I got to stay on which was really nice and so I ended up doing the show a lot which was incredible because Mm -hmm. I had gone from doing conservatory with my like friends and peers Mm -hmm. and being taught by now your castmates yeah and then being like oh cool I'm in the dressing room at Second City with these incredible women and like we're in the scenes together like it was really like the most like highlight of my whole life was doing that like for that year it was just amazing and all of the all of the women were just like it's crazy I'm like I'm in a scene with like Paloma oh Anne and Kirsten and Carly's here and it was like and then it it actually brought that kind of was like what really cemented me like a a really good group of pals because there was the cast and then Mm -hmm. the understudies we rehearsed all the time Mm. because the show ran for so long that we always wanted to stay on top of it if anybody need to go in so we would rehearse like weekly we would get together and it was like me and Liz Johnson and Chelsea Larkin Kaya oh. and again um, just like amazing amazing oh, people yeah, so, and yeah. so because we were together all the time we really bought and Monica mm. um Alia Lee Cameron like we all bonded and so like we have a, a group text still and like it kind of was like oh this is like women and female friendships and mm. you know like a a little team like we mm. felt like we were like the b team yeah but like whenever we get to go on we would all like go see the shows and like hype each other up and that's oh. even though that shows over now like we still are really really close mm. and I'm so thankful to that also because it just gave me like some really good friends mm. and like time on that stage mm-hmm. doing like some of the best material that I've seen like it was really it was fucking nuts and can I ask um if I if I was in that position I think I would walk in with some imposter syndrome oh my god yeah exactly what you said I would be thinking I'm in con and now I'm acting alongside I'm performing alongside people who were my teacher maybe like less than a year ago yeah did you walk in with any of that like how what was your mental space walking into it I mean, I was like, my mind was blown the whole time, but I Mm. genuinely was like, I have to control what I can control. I Mm -hmm. can't control if anybody's going to like me. I hope Mm -hmm. they like me. I can't control if it's going to go well, Mm -hmm. if this material is going to be a good fit for me. All I can control is going in and knowing my shit cold. Mm -hmm. And I did. Mm -hmm. And like, because I'm like, I never want to be up there not knowing what I'm doing or not being able to do the best that I can do and Mm -hmm. have these people that I respect so much be like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Like, do you know 
the opportunity that you have, like what's going mm. on. So like logistically with an understudy in, in the experience that you had, mm were like people were matched up obviously like you were Anne's understudy but then you could sub in for other people so was it just that you had to be on call for all of the shows no so I mean the way I don't know how this works at other Mm -hmm. theaters but the way it works um or the way it worked for that situation was like there was a a one for one Mm -hmm. understudy so each cast member had their own Mm -hmm. and it was very very rare that it would be a like an emergency situation like it's it's two o'clock and the show's at three and you've got to go like we it was mostly for because the show ran in the summer it Mm -hmm. was like vacation or Mm. um like we knew pretty ahead of time it was predetermined so we would know like okay you're gonna go in for may long weekend or Mm. whatever so um you you never had to be responsible for anybody else's material, but once you know the show so well, mm-hmm. anybody probably could have gone in for anybody, mm-hmm. just because they knew the material so well. Not necessarily because they like fit that person perfectly, mm-hmm. um, but also like I feel like certain people, like for example, like Trisha plays guitar and mm-hmm. she didn't play it. She the people, but she plays on main stage. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but my assumption is her understudy, but also maybe have Need to play to so to, there are maybe right. like certain skills you would have to share with your person but I I don't really know the exact um like process of why they choose certain people but my assumption is this like oh you share a similar energy to them mm-hmm. um not necessarily that you have like a similar look but like a similar energy or play the same like kind way. of characters, kind yeah, of style. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think like our group was pretty accurately put through like Chelsea um, understudied uh, Ashley Como and they both have these like beautiful oh. voices that it's yeah. like nobody could sing Ashley's stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it had to be Chelsea. Mm-hmm. I love but, that part of casting. Like when yeah. people just match up and you're like, oh, that's magic. Like yeah. that's so good. Yeah. You know? Totally. Oh. Yeah, it's so interesting. So going back to when you said you had to call your friend when they were like, hey, can you come in for Kirsten? And you had mm-hmm. to call your friend and say, I'm not mm-hmm. coming to the birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, how easy or difficult are those decisions for you to say like, hey, I don't think I can come to the wedding because I can't afford it because I'm ultimately we boil it down because I'm choosing to be a performer or yeah. I can't come to the birthday because I need to learn lines or I need to do a self-tape. I'm canceling dinner. Yeah, I mean... For me, it's really easy Mm -hmm. because I have very few friends that aren't in this industry Mm -hmm. in some way, so Mm -hmm. they get it. Yeah. And I always think, too, like, if it was the other way around, I would be like, stay home. For the love of God. Yeah. Make the tape. Like, do not. Wedding is tough because that's, Mm -hmm. like, one of the big life ones. Mm -hmm. Like, I couldn't – my friend was getting married last year and I – couldn't go because I had a second city thing that I had to do and that was tough because I'm like it's your wedding but Mm. she also was like yeah but like this is what you wow like she was really understanding and is she in the industry as well yeah yeah she's an improviser and a comedian in Winnipeg and um she got it and like it definitely is tough when it's like those big life events Mm -hmm. But for the the more 
casual everyday kind of stuff mm-hmm. they all my friends get it and yeah. vice versa like I would be like ew my birthday is stupid like just go and <laughs> like you yeah. know so it's totally fine but definitely those I um the life events are definitely harder and you really have to decide whether it's yes or no mm-hmm. But I feel like, I don't know, and I mean, and not even just with Second City, but just in general, like I love what I do so, so, so much. Mm-hmm. And it's totally selfish, but like very few things other than like my family, mm-hmm. like compares to how I feel when I get to do that. And I never want to take for granted that it's always going to be like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know how many times I'll get to be on that stage or mm-hmm. I don't know how many, you know, opportunities I'll get to be on a set for something Mm -hmm. so you know hopefully you get divorced and have a second wedding I can go (laughs) to I don't know but like you know I think people people get it that right now it's just like that that the tough call that you have to make but I'm thankful that I don't have anybody in my life that doesn't understand Mm -hmm. and if I did I maybe would have to be like I don't know if you should be in my life (laughs) even though it makes me sound like I'm totally like career only I'm Mm -hmm. not but it's like really really important to me and Mm -hmm. and maybe when I'm older or have even more experience my perspective will change like Mm -hmm. I I'm sure there are people who are like oh girl like you should have gone to the wedding like Mm. what is a career Mm. or like you missed your friend's wedding because of a show like Mm -hmm. what and I'm sure that there might come a time in my life when I'm like oh fuck I should have gone to the wedding you know Mm -hmm. what I mean but in that moment I made the right call for what I thought was best and Mm -hmm. I I don't have any regrets about anything so I guess that's good yeah but it definitely it's hard it's Mm -hmm. hard I also just like love canceling plans (laughs) so it's also like if someone's like let's go for dinner and then I'm like, oh, I have an audition. I think they're also like, oh, great. I didn't want to go for dinner either. Oh, it's like the Baroness Von Sketch. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, there yeah. is sometimes a relief. I also will tend to like book up things like, okay, I'm going to work on this and then this and then yeah. this. And so if someone cancels, I'm like, whoa, I just got three hours free where I didn't plan on doing work. Like, yeah. I'm just going to binge watch reality exactly. TV or, I'm exactly. gonna, or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. You have such healthy boundaries, Connie. I just want to absorb them from you. Did but you always have no. that? Like, Are you kidding me? No. No, <laughs> this is literally like basically when I moved back after my my stint in my parents' basement, mm-hmm. I was like, it's never going to get lower than right now. Than the basement. And yeah. so I'm like, I just need to approach my life totally differently. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I'm going to have no, so you see I'm talking I'm through talking burps to your right burps. I'm so, pr- yeah, yeah, I'm like in literally. awe. She's Literally, talking through her I'm purse and I'm like, like, can you even, I don't want to say, because I'm like, can listeners even tell? But no. I hope that you pick them up that like I'm doing the John Mulaney, <laughs> just like sneaking through burps. The Connie Mulaney. The, oh my God. Oh wow. What does it have? His to dog's it. super cute it. too. Love it. Um, no, I just was like, I can't, like it was so bad that I'm just like, I can't go back mm-hmm. to that. Also, because like, I don't think my relationship would survive mm-hmm. that and like I made a, a promise to myself and to my partner like I'm not gonna like basically like I got my one mm-hmm. and I used it then yeah 
So what are we going to do about it? Yeah. And so it's like, I don't ever want to repeat any steps that would lead me backwards. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, yeah. But I also think it's, this is all within the last three, like, like three years come this Christmas. Like mm-hmm. this is new territory for me, even mm-hmm. though I'm, I'm sounding or speaking really like I've cracked the code of life. It's like, <laughs> no, but your twenties were fuck. But it sounds like you've, tu- you've tuned into like what you want, what you need. Yeah. And you've like moved it up the level of importance in your life. So you're like, yeah, yeah it's important enough that I'm going to prioritize it and yeah. make sure that I'm like meeting those needs so that I can be happy and I can be a whole person for like the people around me. Yeah. That's, that's fucking awesome. That's it. That sounds yeah. like, that sounds like what I'm trying. <laughs> Why don't I just yeah. put all these words in your mouth? No, but that, yeah, but. that's what I'm trying and it's not easy mm-hmm. and I'm not great at it. Like there are definitely days where I'm like last night I was watching, yes, I'm caught up on Grey's Anatomy season 16, oh, episode I'm 16. Not. Okay. I need to, okay, yes. So yes, shit yeah. went down, um, obviously. Of course. You, as did always. You, do you know what has happened about I'm like Alex two Karev? seasons behind. Okay. But have you been hearing any of this Alex Karev stuff? Like real life Alex Karev? Real life Alex Oh, Karev. no. Like actor? No. Yeah. Justin Chambers. Okay. No. So he, okay. I don't, oh, I don't no. want to tell you. He's, he's healthy. He's okay. fine. Yeah, but is oh my first thing was not even is he dying. I was like, is he a dick? Oh no. Oh. I mean, I not that I've met him. He very right. well may be. But that's but not the news. No, no, there's this this was his last season. Oh, um, so they're oh Okay. So okay. but like the way it went down, it was yeah. just like I was cur- like it was just a lot because yeah. he's one of the original interns and like yeah. the sun. So I watched the last ep- his like goodbye oh. episode last night and I was really going through it. And I'm crying and I'm crying and I'm mad because I'm like, this is not the way he should have gone out. I can't. And I'm crying and I'm crying. And then I'm just crying. And then I'm like, oh, no. A surprise cry. Now we're just crying. Yeah. All that to say that like, (laughs) even though I'm like prioritizing my mental health Mm -hmm. and like trying to really be in tune with what I need, like also there are days I'm just like, oh, now I'm just crying. Mm -hmm. Okay. Clearly. I, I wasn't as in touch and I needed to just cry. Mm. And I like was being so directly like threw myself on the bed. And I was like, <laughs> why do good people have to leave? And Miguel's like, oh my God. <laughs> just like mascara everywhere. And I'm like, this isn't even about it anymore. And he's like, oh, okay. He's like, clearly. He's like, yeah. I know this is no longer about crazy. Yeah. And he was just well, you like, know that okay. check-in too? Like, cause sometimes, yeah. Like the other day I was crying at Survivor and then I just kept crying yes, or like, yes. and especially when it's reality TV, I'm like, okay, I'm not even moved by the scripted words. Like yes, what's happening yes, here. Yes, yes. And there's that check-in that I always forget. That's like, are you tired? Are you lonely? Are you hungry? Are you angry or oh, something? Okay. I might've fucked that up, okay. but, um, that is like a huge check-in. That's so helpful because sometimes you can spiral and be like, oh my God, why is this? Is it, yes. am I even in the right career? But I love it. So is it, and you just go wild. Yes. Um, and so that's a nice, I always like that check-in. I used to do it way more and I completely forgot about oh my it. God, I'm going to adopt that. Yeah. So you just, and sometimes it's like, yeah, I'm home. Yeah. So I'm lonely. I'm hungry and I'm tired. Yeah. Okay. Then before I start freaking out that I need to restructure my whole life, yes. I'm going to go get a bagel. Yeah. I'm going to go outside. I'm yeah. going to make a plan with a friend who like fulfills me 
to go get a bagel with them and then I'm yes. going to have a nap. Yes. And then we will see how we feel. Yes. Because your body might just be really tired or whatever. Yes. So sometimes it's just totally. like some physiological things uh-huh, or uh-huh, like uh-huh. loneliness is a huge one that then uh-huh. just anyway manifests itself in so many different ways. Yes. Um, okay. I have one last question yes. for you and then I want to do a quick little uh, card game thing. Okay. That I, I know yes. we're trying this out. I don't know how it'll feel, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. It. Yeah. Um, okay. So my last question I was just curious yes. is what's the dream right now? What does it look like for you professionally? Okay, professionally, professionally, I think my dream as of this day right now is to be able to sustain and maintain a a life and a Mm -hmm. lifestyle solely based on being a comedian Mm. and whether that's on television whether that's on stage I, I want to be able to like live in a nice place and buy groceries and spoil my family and friends yeah. and buy just the money I get from making people laugh mm. so I don't know if it's anything specific I mean like I'm within that like yeah, I want to be on main stage one mm-hmm. day. I want to be, you know, the lead on a comedy on a TV show. What kind I want to comedy. Like what what's like a is there anything out there that's like that? I mean, I love shit like Shrill. Mm, oh, so good. You know, I haven't seen second season yet. Okay, it's so good. <sighs> Cuz I gave up my free trial of Crave. Okay, tough, tough, tough. I'll send you my password. But anyway, oh, thank um, you so much. Also, have you read the book? It's amazing. No. Oh, it's I based just on found the book. out this morning. I was watching an interview oh with it. her on um I don't know one of the late night shows and yeah. they were asking like, "Eighty, like is this is this you?" And she's like, "Well, it's actually a book." And I was like, yeah. "Oh my god." Lindy West, she writes so okay. it was one of the best reads ever oh my gosh when okay. we are done here I'm gonna look on my bookshelf I don't remember if I lent it to someone okay. but if I did I would love to read I'll it. get it back and give it right back to you I would love to read um, it but I love yes. stuff like that that like is so funny but full of heart and mm-hmm. you're not like there are moments you're laughing at the situations but you're rooting and laughing for her and she's like just like really like a well-rounded character like mm-hmm. I and I love that kind of humor but I also am like if I could be in an ensemble like a like Canadian Parks and Rec or something like that just like literally the same you know so 100% so I I, but then again would I be like oh a sitcom get out of here I'd be like cool yeah Yeah, like I I like literally I have no specific like I want to do this specific thing written by this person Mm -hmm. I just am like I would love to be consistently working mm-hmm. in film and TV and on stage and get enough money doing it that I don't have to work at. Like I've put it out there to the universe. Like this will be my last year working in a restaurant. Oh, I love I that. just am like, I just really um, need to let go yeah. of that because it's the security of it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just kind of like, okay, cool. So I'm there X amount of hours a week. Mm-hmm. But what if I put those, what if I, you know, gave myself the gift of those hours yeah. to put towards something, mm-hmm. but I'm like, but I also need to live. I so know. it's definitely, it's all about balance. But I, yeah, I think my dream 
right now is to just like, as cheesy as it sounds, like keep up the good work, kid. Like just kind (laughs) of like keep going and like do the things that you do well, try to get even better at them and learn about things that you don't know Mm -hmm. and get decent at them. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully every year that I like write stuff down, all those things keep happening because yeah, it's been a good, that's amazing. I'm gonna it's start been a good that. pattern. Yeah, yeah. I just do it like every new year's day. I'm just like, this is again for the last th- three, like this is not like <laughs> but still, 20 there years, is something but, like, about the act of writing you know, it down. 100%. Yeah. So, so for your, yeah. for your dreams, what is something in your control that is holding you back from achieving those things right now? I think it's probably like the the voices in my head saying like it's probably not gonna happen. Oh, where did those voices come from, and you know, why do they get so much stage time? You know, honestly, because yeah. I feel like as we were talking about before, like oh, everybody's just running, we're all just running. Okay, so the idea of like you know, the narrative in my head, it's like, you're close, but like, are you really going to get there? Or like Mm. that, that person will probably get there and you'll have to like, you know, enjoy whatever has happened because it'll probably end. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think the thing in my control is trying to not like silence that voice, but just kind of be like, you good? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Now I'm in a work. So I think the thing in my control is to try and get that voice just on mute mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, when you were talking about jealousy before, like I try to turn my jealousy again, try into like motivation. Mm. So it's like, there are people in my life that are like really close to me that I'm like, fuck, you are so brilliant and so smart. And I feel like I'm in your shadow and, and I'm never going to catch up to you. But then I'm also like, okay, a, they're probably thinking that about someone else. Mm-hmm. And B, all that that thinking does is keep me where I am. Mm-hmm. So instead I need to be like, okay, yes, I acknowledge I'm jealous of this person. But then I also am like, but what are they doing that I'm not doing? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I'm going to now try to do that thing or totally. do my own version of that thing and use their success as a motivation for my own mm-hmm. as opposed to being like, well, fuck me then. I'm not I'll gonna, never get, yeah. You know, because that's, yeah. So I think the thing that's in my control that's holding me back from achieving my dreams is my own thoughts. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's easy to convince yourself mm-hmm. either way of things. Like reality is so <laughs> not an option in my life. It's either like the greatest or the worst. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like if I can just keep my eyes on whatever prize I think I'm going after and Mm -hmm. try to not do so much like negative, negative talk at times, but Mm -hmm. that's such a great answer. Is it? Yeah. I didn't know it. Yeah. Well, it resonates with me. Okay. Yeah. Great. Oh my God. I love that. I'm also going to do that. Anyway, but also okay. like reading and shit. And yes, like, of course. You know, reading all and that, shit. You know, reading and okay, so the last thing I'm going to do is I got yes. this game. It's essentially these cards with like deep, meaningful questions that's supposed to bring people closer together. And okay. Like a real, okay. Oh okay. So um, there are three questions on here. So okay. if you want to choose a number between one and three. One. Okay. Love it. 
Um, okay, this question is, what is the best thing that you have ever found? Okay, this is stupid. Um, okay. Is this supposed to be? Is this supposed to be meaningful? This is supposed to be whatever you want. Okay. I also love like the no. This should be exactly what you're about to do because okay. the the little glimmer in your eye and the smile. Yeah, it should be whatever you're thinking right okay. now. Okay, so I was there's uh, around the corner from my house used to be a a store that had like a bunch of old shit like. I wouldn't even say a vintage store. It was just like, you know, those weird stores that are too packed of oh, like yeah. furniture and you're like, why, why? Like what's the, what is this? What's the vibe and of this who, place? Like all, just all yeah. the questions. Uh, and I went in one day and I found this button, like a button for a jacket, like a pin, but it was, it's oversized. Like I would say the average pin is like maybe this big. This one is like, it's, it's big. Oh my God. It's that's like a like wagon a wheel. Coaster. Yeah. A coaster. Yeah. And it it said, for your jacket that's amazing. It's okay, for my jean jacket, and it it's this old Legion pin that says, um, "No, thank you, I'm driving." Um, so it was basically like the story I'm telling myself is like you know uh, you know this group of men goes to the Legion, they they have their beers, but then there's the the designated driver, and he has to wear the really big pin, um, but it's comically. Huge. so large and there's like the big crest of the legion and it's like no thank you i'm driving um do you like think it's so DD big so that drunk people can see it i don't know i wonder why it's so but big it's, it's so big and i'm like this is hilarious i need to buy this and wear this because i don't drink like not that i don't drink mm-hmm. but like i no nah, i don't drink yeah um so i wear it um because it makes me laugh yeah but then people like will think it's like real yeah so like some bartenders will be like oh is that and I'm like oh no this is a joke like I drank and they're like wait so do you want to drink I'm like oh no I don't I don't drink so it's it's funny to no one no one listening to this is laughing right now but to me it's it's very funny it's not funny I actually think it's really endearing to have a joke that is just for you. It's truly, and every time I put it on, yeah, I am okay. So also, man, just confirmed. Like, I think it's great that you have a joke. No, but I just for you. <laughs> like, I think that's really brave if you have a joke just with yourself that no one else thinks is funny. Do you know why? Because you. I'm because I'm always <laughs> operating, or or I've I've fallen into this like sort of rut and pattern where mm. I'm operating like oh. This is funny. Will other people think it's funny yeah. before doing the thing? Yeah. Almost to the point where I will be like, I don't even know what I think is funny anymore. I'm just yeah. operating on what other people think yeah. is funny. So I mean it actually that like when I, <laughs> when I heard you telling that story, I, w- this is projecting. This she is was hearing not laughing. more about me, but I, <laughs> I was like, that is actually really sad. Yeah. No, that's this sad. Oh my woman. God. This they sad, probably lost sober that woman. pin. This hoarding <laughs> apartment that got taken over by the government and is now at a store and they're selling everything. Um, no, I actually just thought like, wow, she values her opinion and what she thinks is funny is enough to buy something versus will everyone else think it's funny? Who fucking yeah. cares? You thought yeah. it was funny. It brings you joy. I think yeah. that I need to operate more on oh that level. So whether it's for other people or not, yes. whether everyone thinks it's funny or just you, I think it's amazing that the criteria is just that it makes at least you laugh. I love that you were able to spin that into something that had so <laughs> much like meaning. an after school special. No, yeah. honestly, that was because I literally am like, it's, it's so not funny. And it's white. 
And then it's like you have to – and the thing is you can't – like when someone's like, what's with your button? Like I have to tell the whole totally. story. Totally. Yeah, yeah. You I have to give context. I can't just be like, oh, it's a button. It's like, no, okay. You can't be like, oh, it's just it's a joke. It's because like, no. like I don't drink. So I'm wearing it and it says, yeah. no thanks, I'm driving. I also don't, don't drive. I'm not driving. So yeah. there's no concern there. <laughs> However, like I will get a cider if necessary. Yeah, so yeah. I am You'll drinking. you drinking alongside wearing, the And then pen. someone's like, I'm asleep. Like this was <laughs> – exhausting they're like girl I was just hear. asking out of like a pleasantry yes. and you're also like it's yes. also the scale of it yes. is funny yes and the font yeah, the yes. font yeah so um you have to send me a picture of it because I would love to post it when this comes out because maybe people maybe become maybe it gets its own Instagram okay I mean who even knows about this pen the legion dd the legion dd at the legion dd, at the legion okay. DD. Okay. I love it <laughs> um Connie you are a joy you are thank you I so just, much for having me oh thank you for coming here and um <laughs> now I will actually hit you up to hang out please instead of please. saying I'm gonna do it and then being too afraid to please oh my gosh okay. I literally like again how things look on the outside are so not how they yeah. are oh apologies to the listeners I don't know what I feel like I rambled a lot oh my god there were so many times where I dissociated and was like man I am enjoying this conversation and oh. then I was like girl get back in your body stop oh my yeah, gosh that's totally so also who cares this is maybe this episode is Fair. our legion pin I don't give a shit Again, further confirming <laughs> how that shitty the Legion pin. Your pin. Just to confirm, everyone hates my Legion pin. Okay, wow, wow. Okay, or, meaning okay. maybe everybody loves it. You know what? She knows what I mean. 